Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. I might create a new game. I looked at creating a game that just has four pockets on. I looked at the table, we started playing it. I went, you know what, I like this. It's a cross between Paul and Snooker. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. The Football Daily on Off the Ball. Hello and welcome to Thursday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with news of Harry Kane. Bayern Munich have reached an agreement with Tottenham to sign the England captain. German champions have offered more than €100 million for Kane, who has one year left on his contract with Spurs. It was reported he'd stay at Spurs if a deal wasn't agreed before Sunday's Premier League clash against Brentford. But Kane now has a decision to make. He's scored 280 goals in 435 appearances for Spurs. He's the club's record goal scorer. He has 213 Premier League goals. He's 47 off Alan Shearer's record. Derry City are the only League of Ireland club left in Europe and they're back in action today. The FAI Cup holders have made the trip to Kazakhstan and will face Tobol in the first leg of their Europa Conference League third qualifying round tie. Derry were given the weekend off with Sunday's league game against UCD postponed in order to allow them to rest up ahead of the long journey. Tobol knocked out last year's semi-finalist Basel in the previous round. The winner of this tie will advance to the playoff round which is the final round before the group stage. Today's game kicks off at 3 o'clock Irish time. UEFA have confirmed that next week's second leg will be played at Tallis Stadium. Derry were hoping it could be played at Windsor Park. Last night in Europe, Rangers beat Servette of Switzerland 2-1 at Ibrox in the first leg of their Champions League third qualifying round tie. Now Chelsea and Liverpool meet at Stamford Bridge on Sunday on the first weekend of the new Premier League season and the build-up could be dominated by transfer battles. Chelsea have made a bid of £48 million for Southampton midfielder Romeo Lavia. That bid is expected to be turned down. Southampton won £50 million. Liverpool have already had three bids for the Belgian teenager rejected. The last bid was £45 million. On top of that now, it's been reported Liverpool have been in touch with Brighton for Moises Casado, a player Chelsea have been chasing all summer. Liverpool would have to fork out more than £80 million for him. It's believed the player himself wants to go to Chelsea. It's also believed Lavia wants Liverpool, so it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Leeds midfielder Tyler Adams is another Chelsea target. He would cost a fraction of the £80 million, a quarter to be precise. His release clause is £20 million. One deal confirmed today. West Ham have brought in midfielder Edson Alvarez from Ajax. The Mexico internationals agreed a five-year deal with the Hammers and will cost just under €40 million. Euro. James Ward-Prowse is set to follow from Southampton and the club is talking to Manchester United defender Harry Maguire about personal terms. Wolves confirmed yesterday Gary O'Neill will replace Yulin Lopetegui as manager. The 40-year-old was sacked by Bournemouth in June despite keeping the Cherries in the Premier League. He has signed a three-year deal with Wolves after the club and Lopetegui came to an agreement to part ways on Tuesday after disagreements over recruitment and the direction of the club. With just a couple of days until the Premier League season kicks off, O'Neill's first match is away to Manchester United next Monday. Former Wolves winger Matt Jarvis was on Off the Ball Breakfast earlier on. One thing he spoke about was Matt Doherty moving back to the club. Played against him, sorry, when we were on pre-season and then he signed at Wolves after it. Um, and he, you know, he knows the club inside out. He knows the... You know the fans, the way that uh, what is it's expected of him, and um, you know he, he'll be a great signing. And obviously, you know it's a free signing as well, so it's, it's something that the board were were particularly pleased with. Um, and it, you know, it, it's another attacking threat. He can play left, he can play right. He's scoring, he scores goals. You know, I think that's it's something that they've needed. Scoring goals was a big 
well, disappointment, I suppose, last year for, for, for Wolves. And the defensive unit, I think, will be will still be good. They've got a great midfield and it's just about that goal-scoring ability and style of play, which hopefully Gary O'Neill will, will be able to do. Aston Villa midfielder Emi Buendia will miss the start of the season and more potentially after damaging knee ligaments. The Argentinian suffered the injury in training yesterday. He's undergone a scan to see if it's an ACL, which would effectively rule him out for the season. There's already talk of Villa trying to bring in Italian Nicola Zaniola from Galatasaray. Villa play Newcastle in their first game on Saturday. The Premier League may have to scrap its mid-season break due to the overcrowding of the football calendar. The change could come into effect next season with FIFA's revamped 32-team Club World Cup set to take place in the summer of 2025, as well as the larger World Cup in 2026, which will have 48 teams. The Premier League introduced the break in 2018 in a bid to ease the workload on players, but Chief Executive Richard Masters admits it's under discussion as it could become unworkable. England midfielder Lucy Staniforth says their failure to blow teams away at the Women's World Cup so far shouldn't be a concern. Despite the 6-1 win over China in their final group game, the European champions won two of their group games 1-0 and they came through a penalty shootout against Nigeria in the last 16. Villa midfielder Staniforth, who's on the squad's standby list, says the fact they're in the quarterfinals is the main thing. You'd rather, you know, get better as each game goes than hit your peak from the from the get-go and decline. So I think we're in a really good position and I'm just so looking forward to the game. England play Colombia in the quarterfinals on Saturday. Still no word on Lauren James and if she's facing more than a one-match ban for that red card she received against Nigeria. If it's upgraded to three matches, then that's her out for any more potential games. The first quarterfinals at 2am tomorrow morning between Spain and the Netherlands. Japan and Sweden's the other quarterfinal tomorrow. And the other tie I haven't mentioned is the meeting of co-hosts Australia and France, which is on Saturday before that England and Colombia game. Luton Town have signed Jacob Brown from Stoke City for an undisclosed fee. The Scotland midfielder joined Stoke three years ago and made 141 appearances for the club, scoring 30 goals. Newly promoted Luton start their first ever Premier League campaign on Saturday away to Brighton. Celtic have confirmed defender Carl Starfelt has left the club to join La Liga side Celta Vigo. The Sweden international won five trophies during two full seasons with Celtic including last year's domestic treble. And Jason Knight opened his account for Bristol City last night. The Ireland international who joined from Derby in the summer scored twice for his new club in their 5-1 win against Oxford in the first round of the English League Cup. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.